So place my hands on my heart. Taking in that deep breath of love and gratitude. So grateful for the time to come together to contemplate the work that we are doing in Masterful Living. So grateful to dive deeper into that work and really ponder what our heart's desire is and what is ours to do. We're grateful for Jennifer. We're grateful for Angela. We're grateful for that new baby girl. Mm. So grateful for all of our earthly and heavenly helpers. We ask that they surround and guide and love us and support us right here and right now. That they surround and support little baby and, and Angela and Crispin and Jennifer as she's in her travels. We're so grateful that we have this loving support both here on our earthly realms and in the heavenly realms as well. We're grateful that supporting us during this call and as we go through our days and that we get to share the benefits of all of this work that, this, that we're doing, all of this healing that we're doing and the awakening awareness within us with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen. Oh, there's Robin. Hey. I don't know what's going on. I, yesterday, hi. Hi. And first of all, is Angela, is she in labor? She had the baby. She had the baby? Yeah. Baby girl. Did everything go pretty well? I don't really know a lot about it. I know, uh, all I know is Karen, her mother's texted me and said, girl is here and I have to do the breakout call. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm totally, I was ready for this. So, yeah. Well, I mean, when I saw you, I, I, I just thought, well, Angela's, I just didn't think it was, I just, well, this is so exciting. I know. Oh, this is so exciting. Yep. Yay. And thank you, Linda. Let me just share that as of yesterday's class, the AP class yesterday, and then this class today, I have no invitation. So I've gone back to, like, I got on by going back to last week's class in both cases. Uh, I, you can, what, you know what's going on? <laughs> I, I can ask about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so I'll just let you know that's just been very strange to not have the invitation. Uh, two days in a row for, for uh, so. So I'm so glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here too. Hi, Diane. Hey, Robin. Nice to see you. It's lovely to see you both. Mm -hmm. Good to be here. I didn't get a chance to, I usually listen to the homework assignment. I didn't get to do that to, to this week, so. Let me pop that into our chat. So we're working on self-forgiveness. Uh, it was taken from the February 13th 
um, Masterful Living 2 class. That is what we are working on. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's what we're working on. <laughs> that's what we're working on. So um, where are you with doing your forgiveness letters this year? Where are you with reading and living your contract? Um, how much do you feel you energize? Um, looking at the letter that you wrote at the beginning of the year, what remains undone? What have you already experienced? Other thoughts and reflections? And what additional reflections do you have for how this year has felt? What, if anything, could be your focal point of forgiveness as we approach the end of the year? Who would like to begin sharing? <laughs> well, did you guys wait for <laughs> I'll, I'll start sharing because I did read it. I got the invitation and I, I read through it and I saw there was like the, um, I'll share two things. The, the uh, uh, forgiveness letters, I, I did a, a whole group of them before I went um, on my last family trip. I shared this with Robin because we're prayer partners. And I, I think I did about maybe 13 or 14 Forgiveness letters, I just incorporated it into my morning um, mm -hmm. devotional time. So I got up in the morning, I prayed, and I did a, a, a forgiveness letter right away. And I did that in preparation for the trip I had to, to my son, daughter-in-laws, and grandson, because I really, really wanted a harmonious time together. So, um, And that was so beneficial, and I felt like... Uh, we did have a harmonious time. There were things that came up, and um, I was able to release them uh, fairly quickly. So, so I think that was really helpful. Um, so that's my, my and I haven't done any since I for the last month since I've been back. But I did I did a kind of grouping for for my trip. Um, and then the other thing I looked at was the when she talked about the letter. I have this thing called my visioning project is that is that what she needs it could be uh, well I know that she asked us at the beginning of the year um, to write a letter to her as if we were writing the letter at the end of the year oh okay all right um, well you know for, for whatever reason I don't see it in my book which means I probably didn't do it but I did do this thing called a, a visioning project. Yeah, I think we did that around March or April. Yeah, that would I think that would work. <laughs> so, so I do have that, and it was um, my visioning project was self love and self acceptance, mm -hmm. and that's what I really wanted to focus on uh, this year. Um, Robin and I have been prayer partners for quite some time now, and I think every phone call we have, we talk about self-love and self-acceptance as um so it it does come up a lot and 
I wrote that the benefits of this are a healed mind. So I was, my vision was to have a, a greater healed mind through self-love and self-acceptance. And, um, and, and then I had some things that I wanted to do and develop greater trust and courage. And, and I kind of feel like um, I did, when I did this visioning project, I was reading it like once a week. I was very diligent kind of at the beginning of the year and then it fell off my plate. Mm. Um, but reading it now when I haven't read it for some months, I feel like, like yeah, it, it was good because I, I wanted to uh, surrender like past relationships, victim mentality, comparison to others, harsh judgments of myself and others, feelings of being separate and alone, and the need to be right. So those were the things that I wanted to release. So I feel like I've had some healing, and I've still got a ways to go. Naturally, they continue to come up, but those were my major obstacles that I saw that was interfering with having a, a, a greater experience of a healed mind. Thank you. So that's that's kind of what I'll what I'll say. Yeah, thank you, Diane. Robin, do you have anything to share or would you maybe go before you or um well I let give me a moment because I feel like the kid in the class that never does her homework. So that's rather, um, um, this does bring up a pattern about school where I did not do well. Um, and, I, you know, since I haven't even looked at this at all or, or not prepared myself, I'm, I'm like really, um, you can see where I am. So, what I, I'm trying to do, what Carla would say, don't worry about what you didn't do and just be grateful for what you did do. Yeah. And, I mean, I have had an extraordinary year uh, with a, just amazing growth. Uh, for me, the homework that seemed to come, to, and I remember the beginning of last year's new year and all that um Jennifer was doing it was a lot and uh, I really had to scramble to keep up with her and at some point I got up to the very end and there was this to write a letter to her and I just could not it just fell away um, so I do remember that I, I had an extraordinary year in I was saying yes uh, there was this place where I felt like, all right, God, I'm ready to take some action here. And I wasn't really that formal or clear, but I think there was some kind of thinking of like, oh, golly, you know, just to some desire. And then, boom, like really, literally every month I was given a heavenly project. And I, it could last maybe a day or a whole month, but something would come towards me that I felt called to, 
like, oh my gosh, this is this is for me to do. And yet there was this little bits of feeling like stepping out of my comfort zone. And it was like, but you know what? This is for me to do. And so, and it was really phenomenal um, that in every month, I felt this particular specific uh, opportunity. Uh, And like for... The first month, uh, I think it, uh, I learned that my daughter-in-law, who uh, at 41 had her first child, uh, and they weren't coming to Christmas, but she said, we are going to come like the first weekend in February. They just didn't want to deal with the Christmas coming from California. Yeah. And, and when she was talking to me to the, on the phone, I was like, I was like, do I want to open this up? Because it means, like, this is all going to be me organizing. And But I had to. I said, would you like a blessing way? And, of course, she said, oh, that would be wonderful. And so there was this um, collaboration with her best friend and myself and my daughter and me facilitating, getting all the stuff together you know, and then being with her 25 guests, I mean, that's kind of a big blessing way. All of these yeah. cool young women and uh, Leslie Atten helped me make an uh, invitation online that took us two hours. It was beautiful. But, I mean, I'm telling you, and I called Leslie just to say, Leslie, would you give me a session? And she said, I'll help you with that. And I said, no, you cannot help me with this because you will be never speak to me again. <laughs> but we did it. It was just, So, I mean, all of that was just humongous, and it was, like, so beautiful. Uh, and, I mean, I was just, and I just felt like I had, I, I had um, groups of people being, uh, very conservative uh, aunties that, you know, blessing way? What is that? This is an Indian ceremony, and uh, but trying not to make it way out there, and then just all kinds of people, and how could I bring them together? And we could, It could be light and funny, but it could be deep and meaningful, and it happened. And I was just, uh, it was like spirit, because I prayed so much. And so, th- so I had a variety of all kinds of things. I was asked to write the uh, spiritual state of the meeting for my Quaker meeting, which I've never done before, and I'm like, what? And I had to do it. It took a month, a process of that. So just all sorts of different things that usually I would say, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it really has been extraordinary, and it's shown me that I can do things, and I can learn, and I still uh, push hard against trying new things. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But, but um, those, are, those are two things that have come up. But uh, my daughter-in-law uh, having her breakdown, and it was like, all right, we're, we're going to step up and we're going to do this working through the invisible. 
And that lasted a whole month of wow. being there for them and actually living in joy. I mean, it was amazing. And all I'll say is that when we first heard about her uh, becoming ill, I just went right there because it was so frightening. Uh, uh, I, all I could do is turn to my higher being and say, you know, I'm handing this to you because this is way too much for me. And it was truly amazing. It was just amazing. I just felt like I was being carried every day. Um, so all kinds of different things. So, uh, and then you all know my stories of just this whole story about I've been saying yes, and then this idea of saying no, and very specifically and very profoundly, mm -hmm. but right in front of me, yeah. uh, going to the retreat <laughs> again <laughs> when it seems so impossible. And the courage it takes for me to do things like that, Linda and Diane. Uh, uh, I want to I want to thank Diane and both of you because both of you are my life, and you just helped me so much. There were several months of being in the saying yes, and I remember one evening on our prayer partner called Diane. You shared something about. Um, you know, I probably was saying, I'm doing these things, but it's so scary. And and you said, but Robin, you're, you, I, I don't know what you said, but you said something about intention. And it was like, just changed the whole ball game around for me. It was like, I can make an intention about this thing that's coming my way. I know it's for me to do, but I'm scared. And I can, I think you used the word prepare your heart. And that was like this big lesson of intentions and preparing your heart and going forward in love and gratitude to these things that seem too hard. So it's just been a wonderful awakening for me in saying yes and this beginning of uh, I will say really passing the test on saying no. <laughs> and it's like, ah. and I will say that that the bracket to saying no was after I had said no to these teachers um, in one after yeah that very night a third teacher from that group called me and said, Robin, can you sub for me tomorrow? And it was Wednesday, and I could. And I got to see the teachers, and uh, I mean, I just said, you know, and I got to be in their presence, and I said it was really hard for me to say no to you all. And I said, and I had texted them saying how I really wanted to work with them, uh, but I, I, had, I felt I had to honor what I had offered, which was only being able to be available. And they just hugged me and said, Robin, thank you for working with us. So I got to see them uh, and actually 
have a closure on everybody's okay and and looking forward to maybe this semester coming up that I am going to be subbing for that group of uh, those four teachers in this little two-year-old class. So I don't know that I've been doing the homework really well, but I feel like I have been doing a lot. As every, I mean, I don't know if that's good enough. Um, and I will say, with the retreat, I, I'm trying to really, I need to write a love letter to myself. That's what I want to write, is a love letter. Uh, maybe to myself, to Jill, to her parents. I never thought of them. Uh, and I haven't, I haven't done it. And it's, I feel like I went to the retreat, and I'll end with this, and it was the most amazing powerfully profound and quiet, ordinary experience. Um, and the first week there was sort of like this high where I just was carrying all those women and Jennifer with me and just kind of maybe being a little spaced out because it seemed so miraculous. And and kind of exhausted just because of the energy going and coming and being there. And it is intensive. Yeah. And then it seemed like after that kind of, there was like this sort of mild depression that took over. Mm -hmm. And that felt really, I'm like, what is going on? You just had this miraculous experience. Yeah. And now you're... I don't know, feeling sad or uh, like I, my energy was so low. I just couldn't, I wasn't, somehow I my energy went down instead of staying neutral or, and at, I have thought of the spiral going up. And as the spiral goes up, there's also this under spiral. And at some point, for me, I decided that was a time, it wasn't like necessarily bad and didn't have to be negative. So when I was in that, I called it, I call it the underbelly, I kind of went into being mildly depressed. But then when I kind of woke up, it was like, Robin, remember, this is a time for reflection. Mm -hmm. And once I... Uh, this has taken like three weeks. I noticed, oh yeah, this is a time for reflection. There's where the insights are, waiting for you to acknowledge them. And I shifted and came up. And so I've gotten past that, knowing that there's insight and reflection if I allow it. And maybe this is where I need to sit down and start writing some forgiveness letters, some love letters, and really um, going back to the things that I got from the retreat, but I haven't actually done anything with it. So does any, I mean, would that make sense that I would go to the retreat, be high, be uh, profoundly like in wonder, and then go through a period of, Mm -hmm. Like, okay, now what do I do with this? 
I'm not quite ready to move forward on the decision I know I'm ready to. So that's where I am. I, I had that same experience after after coming home from the retreat too, where you have you know you you're like so up in that energy of the retreat center and being with Jennifer and being with all those people, you know, with the same intentions. Hi Carla, and um, and then coming home back to you know normal regular life. So I can totally relate to that. It just, it does. It feels like a letdown. It's like yes. a couple of days after Christmas when all the festivities are over and all the gifts have wrapped and all that's left is <laughs> the, the trash bags full of wrapping paper. And you're just like, aww. Yeah, it's like you go on vacation and then you come home to your normal life. Maybe that was part of it, too. I mean, being in with Jennifer and those eight women was just, you know... It was so wonderful. Uh, I just don't even have a, a, an expression. So thank you for that, Linda. Um, I feel like I've really been living A Course in Miracles more um, and, and trying new things, just, yeah. It's been a more, it's really been something. It's been very positive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, before we go forward, I just have to show you something that I just received. A picture of Angel's baby? Yes. Oh, Angela's baby. Oh, my God. Isn't she beautiful? Look at all that hair. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that came while you were talking, Robin. I'm like, don't be distracted. Don't be distracted. <laughs> oh, I, oh, you should have said Robin, stop. Do we know her name? Um, her name is Justine Minji Elizabeth. Wait a minute. The first name is what? Justine. Justine. Mm hmm Justine. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy for them. Yeah. Can I say something? Yes. So I don't even know what you're talking about. Alright? <laughs> but I'm just gonna just what what this prompts me is that I play this app game on this on my phone and I'm like I used to judge myself I don't I just whatever I do I do and I'm, I'm doing it I'm, that's what I'm doing and so what's interesting is they're just they they seem to I've learned is that they what came to me and this is what I was going to share is that they love to connect with each other through their misery Right, and I am, and they see me as is a glass half full person, and they and themselves is a glass half empty person. 
And I just, I'm late here because I was just texting. We can text each other. There's like 25 of us on this team. And there's people from all over the world, all over the world, in Europe, UK, yeah, I don't even know, Germany, all places. So, and I was just texting this one person, and I just had this really beautiful little conversation with someone. And it's usually all about, you know, this is bad, and this is good, and all this stuff, right? So you got this, they, they see me as a glass half full person. I go, no, I'm a glass full person. I'm just appears like I'm a glass half empty because I'm sharing my fullness with everybody, right? This is an app game. Who, oh, we, we talk about they talk about hate they hate this they hate that. I mean I how did I get here how did I get here telling them this people to someone and I think she's in the UK you know and and most everybody else doesn't really share they just they're I'm, I'm sure they're like what <laughs> what is she saying it doesn't matter. So what? What I I don't know what you're talking about, and I get it that it's so much fuller there when you're in the retreat and you're around Jennifer and you're around people who want to just share from the fullness of their heart, right? But I know this is happening because. It's happened for me, and we can't be separate. We can, we're one, right? Is that I bring the fullness, the fullness that you felt in the retreat to all my life. And as I practice that, and it looks like a silly app game I'm practicing right now, but I let go of judgments around that. As we practice that, and we don't always have to be gushy and tell you, it's whatever it is in the moment, whatever we're guided by spirit, you know, to share. It could be, oh, something just compassionate. Oh, I understand that. They hate their job and go, oh, I can get that. So we bring the fullness of our heart to everything. And as we practice doing that, it happens. The thing that you felt in the retreat is always around you. And I don't feel the fullness of it all the time now, but I feel it, I mean, all the time, but right now I do. Because she... I'll just say, I'll just read what she wrote to me. <clears throat> have to get to it. She said, she said, thank you, Carla. Because I said, I said she has a good heart and I see it. I see it. She was, thank you, Carla. You are one of the loveliest person I've had the pleasure of having in my life. 
It's an ad game. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's someone at the grocery store or someone walking by in the street or the or angels baby. You know? I don't know. I just felt prompted to share that. So it just felt like I I was involved in that and I missed this breakout. Now I could see that upset. Oh, I missed half an hour. I'm like, no. I got to practice living fully from my heart in the half an hour. That's enough. Whether it appears like that's what's happening, that's what's happening. And I think that goes perfectly with what we're talking about because one of the things that's in our questions is um, what reflections do you have for how this year has felt and what, if anything, could your focal point be of forgiveness as we approach the year end? So you're forgiving yourself about you're not interested in judging yourself and you're forgiving yourself about playing that game and you're reflecting on how you can be that loving presence even in a game on your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's good stuff. I did write what we're um, talking about in the chat. If you, if you would like to, it's where are you? It's doing forgiveness letters. Where are you? With I money? don't. Oh, let's share. Okay. So I keep. I keep. Mine is blank. Oh, maybe because you joined after I put under it again. What? Why you do that? Why you focusing on that? So I'll share. Okay. Read and that I'm not I haven't I've only done maybe two forgiveness letters in five years. So I can judge myself for that, whatever. But and I'm I'm trying to get rid of butts because they're exclusive. But and you all were well Linda wasn't there for the of such a pathway call I think, no, on Thursday. I think I did a hundred forgiveness letters in that class. Have you listened to it? Not yet. You were there, Diane, and were you there, Robin? Mm-hmm. Wasn't I? Didn't I? A hundred. I feel it. A hundred. Maybe I don't do a forgiveness letter. 
but I'm forgiving. Yeah. Well, Carla, can you hear me? I'm, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I think you do your forgiveness letters in class. You're so authentic. I mean, you're like, I'm like, I'm so um, impressed with your authenticity, or I, I don't even like that word. Um, but just telling it like it is and just letting it go. So, I mean, what a session. It's a great session. It really was. And, and so I'm so, I really do feel I'm impressed that you are willing to share so deeply and to allow yourself to discharge and um, it, you're a great model. Just remember, Robin, we are one. So I am not any different than you. Or it's like Jesus is not any different than us. He's just in a different stage of his awareness. That's all. We're one. We're one. So it's like Jennifer has been a great example for us. You are a great example for me, and I am for you. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate your discharging for me yesterday, because that was awesome. Really? <laughs> what about you, Linda? How are you doing with with all of it well i could not find my letter that i wrote to jennifer so um i'm not sure where i am with that but i did find my um i do my aspiration intention and goal that are in my contract every day and um so my aspiration is to un unapologetically and happily sit in stillness with God, inviting his voice to speak to me. My intention is to release, forgive, see, feel, and live in a body of joy, knowing I am worthy of my own time and attention. And my goal is to relax into a life of ease and grace and treat myself with unprecedented kindness. And I feel like I've come and bounds with that. Um, and I can still do better <laughs> but yeah I'm I feel happy about where I am in that contract um, as far as the forgiveness letters um, well I did a whopper of a one at the beginning of the year that took me a long time to do around Rudy's plant and um, just a few weeks ago when um, we were facilitating those um, live replays of the Forgive and Be Free workshop Jennifer did, I committed to 40 so I think I'm on like 15 to 16. I'm not doing them every day, but um, several a week. And um, I have noticed a shift. I mean, I wrote one on Monday and two days later, like 
the whole situation shifted and I was like, oh, <laughs> so it's really cool when I get to work. Um, and I feel like I'm trusting more that, that things are happening exactly as they should and relaxing into that, resting in that space of trust more often. So, and um, I did find my visioning too, like you were talking about Diane, that, uh, that we did an Ascension Pathway, the visioning project. Um, and mine also was um, self-kindness and self-love. Um, and I feel I have greatly reduced my obstacle, which um, my false belief was that my life has to be one big challenge after another to earn and prove my worthiness. And I feel that that shifted quite a bit. And I still see little tidbits of it left over at times. So, um, and then what I was to become was an empty vessel. Feel that is happening. That I more able to see the judgments and opinions and the shoulds come up in my mind and and release them more quickly than I had in the past. So I, it's a work in progress, and I feel I have. I have come a long way, baby. <laughs> nice. I mean, Linda, I think that that you're taking care of your husband and your mother is such an extraordinary. Um, well, anybody who's done caring for family members and long-term aging and illnesses, uh, it's so, it can be so exhausting and so draining and so discouraging and upset. I mean, I mean, what a ball of wax in all of that. And we all have our different curriculums that can be equally, uh, I'll just use the word term, messy or upsetting, but taking care of your elders or any long-term illness and I just, I mean, I just see you shine through it. I mean, it, it's just, and I'm not just saying that. I mean, you, I see you shine through this, what you could call hardship. Yeah. And it's, it's a wonderful model for us. I mean, it's like if you start, if I start any self-pitying, I can go to any of you all and say, Robin, what is the matter with you? Your life is good. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've been there with the parents and, all, and aunts and just so um, I can relate. Yeah. And overall, 
I have to say my life is absolutely wonderful. Yes. I mean, on the other side of the coin, baby, you're living your dream. Right. Right. Um, I did get a call uh, from my uncle Tuesday night at 1230. Well, it would have been Wednesday morning, actually, that my mother had called him and said she was in some kind of distress. He didn't want to call the ambulance, and he said she was a little um, confused on the phone. And so I went over there, and her blood sugar was 39. Wow. I was like, holy cow. You know, and I said to her, you know, when you start to feel weird like this, test your blood sugar. But I think she was sleeping and then woke up, and that's how she was feeling. Um, I'm just grateful that she woke up, first of all. That I had the wherewithal to say, let's test your blood sugar right away. Mm-hmm. And then I had the glucose tablets right there. I gave her some peanut butter. By the time I left, she was the other way. She was at 238. But, you know, and there's that adrenaline push. But, it, you know, it's like there are so many worse things that there could be in this life. I can't be, I can't complain. I do sometimes, but, you know, I mean, it's, um, yeah. I'm grateful she's still here, (laughs) you know. And um, I was just talking to Phil this morning about this. We had our prayer partner call and. You know, I told her I've done a lot of work around this whole idea that my opinion is that my mother should be placed in a um, assisted living facility. And my sister's is not. And my mother absolutely doesn't want to go. She's agoraphobic. She wants to stay in her house at all times. Um, and I, I said to Phil this morning, I said, you know, I have to... allow myself to trust that this is for the highest and best, that this is happening exactly as it's supposed to. And, you know, if my mother is to, you know, go into a diabetic coma in her sleep and die peacefully, how can I say that that's that it would be better if she was in a facility where they would be like rushing to do all kinds of medical things to extend her life. How can I say that that's better? I can't because I don't know what, what anything is for. So yeah, I'm really, I'm letting go of it so much more than I have in the past. And there's still work to do. I don't know if everybody went first. You can see this. You probably can't see the print. Is that your No, this is how. Last year, I didn't do one for this year because I felt like I'm still working on the last year's. Right? So I can read it, but it's. I mean, it took me a week to do it. Carla, you were so funny. <laughs> wow, Carla. Wow. wow. 
So impressive. So, yeah, so it took me a week to do a series. Let me read it. Can I read it? Yeah. I know it by heart. Well, I should know it by heart, but I don't write for it. So I changed the title. Was, originally, it was How I Desire to Feel by 2018 or the end of 2017 or something. So I made it How I Feel Now. How I feel. I feel so free, loving myself and others equally. I wake up each day with the joyful curiosity, wondering what new exciting learning opportunity the I am that I am is going to offer today. I know deeply and intuitively that all is working to the highest good with the trust far beyond anything I ever imagined possible. I live a full and fully guided life, clearly knowing and following the voice of spirit with ease. I enjoy spirit extending through me and activating itself and others. I feel a peace deep inside that mere words can barely begin to describe. I am actively living my divine blueprint. All is well. Thank you. That's just beautiful, Carla. Thank you. Carla, thank you for sharing that with us. It's just so, almost like a closing prayer. So beautiful. <laughs> or, or like one of your poems. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So gifted. Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to spirit. Spirit, that's, this, this is all my writing is spirit extending through me onto the page. Well, it is impressive, amazing, and beautiful. And this is interesting. I make this. Angela and, and I, Crispin make the baby. Exactly. <laughs> We all do it in our own way. You do it with your mother, your husband. You do it, I mean, I don't know, everybody had, I can't say, but each moment, you're doing it. I'm so full of it today. <laughs> yeah, you discharged all that yucky stuff and now you're just today you're just blossoming it's just really a beautiful demonstration of of bringing stuff up to the light discharging and then being the truth of who you are it's a wonderful demonstration carla yeah and that's spiraling linda 
the spiraling, I, I, um, I missed sharing, or it just came to me that part of that underbelly was where I decided to accept where I was in all of this. And it was just such a beautiful release, that acceptance that I could finally come to. And, um, back there anytime. Always with you. Well, does anybody have anything else that they would like to share or have a great one thing? I have a whole lot that I've really noticed like you're saying, Linda, we have it already. Yeah. But what I focus on is what I notice. So the love, the joy, the stuff is already always there, always there. But if my, you know, house is a mess or I need to cook food, that's what I focus on. Doesn't mean it's gone. It's just I'm not focused on it anymore. So just. I mean, so I'm noticing more fully where my focus is. Mind training. Awesome. Linda, please give um, Angela hugs from us today. It, or I don't know. Yeah, I'll just, I'll let her know. I'll send it to her. And then yeah. So excited about that baby. February the 16th. That's, is February 16th her birthday? November. What did I say? February? <laughs> November. Yeah. I'm still with the blessing way. <laughs> November 16th. Yeah. Amazing. Linda, can you stay for five minutes that I could talk some business stuff with you? Please, I, I thank you. Yeah. Is anybody feeling moved to pray us out? I'll pray us out. Thank you, Carla. Oh, here, I just made sure I'm muted. So. So grateful. So very, very grateful for our path, our awakening, and all the blessings of each other, all the people in our lives that are supporting that, however it looks. And we are open to the goodness of God, which is there, there in our hearts, 
every second, every breath. And our intention is to live from that fullness, to share that fullness with everyone who isn't aware of it yet. And for ourselves, and whenever we ask, whenever we forget ourselves in the moment, we ask, we're open to, we know already the entire company of heaven is supporting us and surrounding us love and all that love we receive we feel we expand within ourselves into the entire world we do it by sharing it freely openly with everyone because we are one Blessings in grace, gratitude. We allow it to be. Amen. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. Allowing me to share the fullness that I feel. When I hug you all. I love this Friday afternoon group. I just love all you guys. And I want to say thank you everybody for showing up and thank you Linda for coming um in Angela's place it's so lovely to have you in this group yeah I do it I'm usually working doing other things during this time so yeah <laughs> Justine made me do it <laughs> <laughs> oh what a beautiful name that is so precious I love it yeah can't wait to see her in class. <laughs> we're going to watch this baby grow up. It really, it feels like a, a ministry baby. It really does. I hope we get to see a lot of her in the classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hear a lot of her, too. <laughs> yep, I'm sure we will hear I mean, it's sort of like, um, feel like aunties or something. I know it's a personal thing going on here, you know. <laughs> I was having a conversation with uh, GJ when when I got the message from Karen that the baby was born, and I said, "Okay, Uncle GJ." <laughs> I mean, really, it's a family thing. It's like, yeah, it's really, yeah, it's really holy. Yeah, we got a, a holy relationship going on with this little family. Yeah. 
absolutely. Yeah, this baby. So it's it's really sweet. Yeah. So this is what 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 how she's growing the ministry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one baby at a time. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. As we all are. So I'm mm -hmm. gonna go, but I wanna at some point Linda, I I missed the cutoff for the the paying for the the in, more the cheaper rate for next year. I somehow I missed it by like twelve hours or something. And I, what Jennifer said I asked Jennifer and she said, Wait, because you're training someone is too much and so 